Welcome. We are so glad you have joined us today. Are you ready for another Bayside Christian Church podcast? Let's get straight into it. Hey, I've been doing a series on encounter and faith, and today I'd like to take a word and just teach on it for a while. It's the word faithfulness. The word faithful, for those who did their uh, prefixes and suffixes at school, suffix is at the end of the word, full means it's full of. So faithful means you're full of faith. It means that you're consistent, you're reliable, you're trustworthy, you can be depended upon. We need more people like that in our society, don't we? Because sadly, it's one of those traits that is decreased in popularity and so many people change jobs so often and you talk to boss, say, I just love someone who showed up every week to to work, you know? And uh, school teachers struggle because the kids only come to school sometimes when they want to or when the parents get them organized to come and I just believe that God wants us to know what it is to be faithful in our lives to be full of faith because when you're full of faith there's not much space for other things like fear or worry or anxiety or negativity to fill your life because when you're full up there's not that space for other things so I want to encourage us let's be faithful, full of faith people. Let's show faithfulness in our relationships, in our marriages, in our homes. Let's be consistent and reliable and dependable and trustworthy because that's what God has called us to be and do. If we look at uh, Lamentations 3.23, it says, they are new every morning, great and beyond measure is your faithfulness. So our God is a faithful God and it's right throughout scripture. We'll grab just a few of those scriptures. Jesus was faithful in his ministry. Thank God he didn't give up halfway through. What about when he preached a few challenging messages and nearly all all the crowds left him? Twelve disciples left. They said, are you going to leave too? They said, well, we've got nowhere else to go. They said, we'll hang around with you, Jesus. That's a real ringing endorsement, isn't it? (laughs) But he was faithful to keep going whether he had the crowds or hardly anyone understanding his mission. And God wants us to be faithful when you've been called to love and serve him, faithful in our relationships together. Hebrews 3 verse 1, and so dear brothers and sisters, you are now made holy and each of you is invited to the feast of your heavenly calling. So fasten your thoughts fully onto Jesus, whom we embrace as our apostle and king priest, for he was faithful to the father who appointed him in the same way that Moses was a model of faithfulness in what was entrusted to him. But Jesus is worthy to receive a much greater glory than Moses, For the one who builds a house deserves to be honest he builds. Every house is built by someone, but God is the designer and builder of all things. That's a powerful thought. Indeed, Moses served God faithfully in all he gave him to do. His work prophetically illustrates things that would later be spoken and fulfilled. But Christ is more than a servant. He was faithful as the son in charge of God's house. And now we are part of his house if we continue courageously to hold firmly to our bold confidence and our victorious hope. Wow, what a passage is. God was faithful. Jesus was faithful to God's calling. He was faithful to go through the cross and resurrection. He was faithful to teach the truth, whether it was popular or not. He was faithful to uh, reliable, committed to his disciples, even though one of them betrayed him. He knew he was going to betray him, and yet he still included him even in the last meal. Wow, we knew that. We'd be saying, hey, get away from me. 
Jesus was faithful even to those who let him down, who walked away. Peter denied him, but yet Jesus still loved him and then came and restored him. That's faithfulness to relationships, faithfulness to his call. He was faithful over God's house. So we see the Father, his mercies are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. We sing that great song and a lot of the songs within, I think Matt and Rachel wrote a song years ago, Faithful God. Powerful song that we've sung. And, and Jesus was so faithful. So here's an example. Let's follow Jesus' example. Be faithful to God and His house. Serve the Lord faithfully with joy. And I look around this church, I see so many amazing faithful people. They just show up every week and serve in the kids' ministry. They are faithful and serve in the worship team and, and they serve in prayer and so many people. And I look around, I see so many are faithfully serve in your community. You're a doctor or a nurse or a teacher or, or a mechanic or a carer or a counsellor. You're looking after elderly relatives. You are faithful every day. So many people here are parents. You get up every day and you cook some breakfast for the kids. You, you look after them. There's a faithfulness about our lives that Jesus set the example. And yet, sadly, way too many people in our society have lost the power of this because they've been wounded, they haven't had good examples, and I believe that to, we need to step up and be a great example um, for our community. In the early church, they chose faithful people to be leaders. They grew so fast that in Acts chapter 6, thousands of people were coming to the kingdom, and then they were helping the widows, and some of them were getting lost in the crowd. So in Acts 6.3 it says, We want you to carefully select from among yourselves seven godly men. Make sure they're honourable, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, and we'll give them the responsibility of this crucial ministry of serving. They were going to be serving on tables and looking after the widows, but they had to be full of the Holy Spirit and full of wisdom. That will enable us to give our full attention to prayer and preaching the Word of God. Everyone in the church loved this idea, so they chose seven men, one of them was Stephen, who was known as a man full of faith and overflowing with the Holy Spirit. I like that. It says he was known as. Why was he known as? Because that's, that's what he did every day. That's what he just showed up and he served. He was known as. I wonder what you are known as. Are you known as a faithful person, a reliable person, a trustworthy person, someone who is consistent, someone who is full of the Spirit? Or when your name's mentioned, people say, oh, yeah, okay. I hope that's not the response when your name's mentioned or when the boss talks about you. It's time for an assessment or a reference. I hope that they, they can say, hey, they're a reliable, consistent, faithful person. They're a loyal friend. They're a great employee. And I believe God wants us to have, to be known by that, to be known as a faithful, consistent, reliable person. And I believe that with God's help, we can. Faithfulness learnt by following the example of others. It can be trained in your life. Once again, it's not just a gift, a learnt trait. And I thank God for my parents and my family. We were brought up on the phone, farm, not on the phone, we were brought up. <laughs> Speaking about phones, we had one of those on the wall, remember those? And when I was a kid, we had a party line so four families could each listen into each other's conversation. That's another era, hey? Some of you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> we were on a farm and my mum and dad, they worked hard. Dad would be up at four o'clock every morning getting the cows in and milking the cows twice a day all of his life. That's faithfulness. They took us to church every week. I can count on my hand the number of times I wasn't in church from the day I was a baby till I was 17 on a Sunday. 
And they were times when the, the river was about two metres over the road and there was no way we could get there. And sometimes we didn't get to church. My folks taught me faithfulness. My early pastors and leaders, they taught us faithfulness. That you pray, you show up, you're consistent. If you say you're on roster, you're there uh, unless you're in hospital and can't be there. That's what we were raised with. And sadly, that trait is not as common today. It wasn't being a martyr. It was just being consistent and faithful. And God wants us to have that. You know, also, faithfulness is a fruit of the Holy Spirit, so that's good news. We can grow it. The Holy Spirit will help teach us. Galatians 5.22 says, But the fruit of the Spirit, the result of presence within us, is what the Amplified says, is love, unselfish concern for others, joy, inner peace, patience, not the ability to wait, but how we act while waiting. Uh-oh, how did that get in there? Patience, not just the ability to wait, but how we act while waiting. Ah, at the roundabout where you're stuck for a minute and a half or in the line at the cafe or they forget your order and everyone else who came in after you has half finished their meal. How is your attitude when you're hungry or tired or feel like you've been overlooked? Hmm. Let's move on. We haven't got to faithfulness yet. It says, um, where have we lost our spot now? Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. Against such things there is no law. The Passion Translation says, but the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love in all of its varied expressions, joy that overflows, Peace that subdues, kindness in action, a life full of virtue, faith that prevails, gentleness of heart and strength of spirit. Never set the law above these qualities for they are meant to be limitless. Wow, that is so, so good. So the good news is, if you haven't been raised with that example and you've had poor examples with faithfulness or consistency, as you follow God, the Holy Spirit will grow that fruit in your life and we can learn or relearn it. God is faithful in his his relationship to us. 2 Samuel 22, 26 says, To be faithful, you show yourself faithful. To the blameless, you show yourself blameless. To the pure, you show yourself pure. But to the devious, you show yourself shrewd. Wow, so don't try and take shortcuts with God. He's got very good ways of sorting that out. And we've all learnt that sometimes the hard way. God is faithful to us. I love this verse, 1 Corinthians 10, 13. Some of you have learnt this off as a memory verse. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God, he will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. Thank God that when the temptation comes from the enemy or from our own selfish desires or the spirit of this world or other people's temptations, it says God is faithful he's watching he's providing a way of escape courage to resist or to avoid falling into that trap the uh, passion version says we all experience times of testing which is normal for every human being but God will be faithful to you he will screen and filter the severity nature and timing of every test or trial you face so that you can bear it And each test is an opportunity to trust him more. For along with every trial, God has provided for you a way of escape that will bring you out of it victorious.
victoriously. Wow, wow, wow. So sometimes you think, mate, why is this such an incredibly long trial? Why has this taken so long to get victory in this area of my life or my family? Keep relying on God. He said he's faithful and he's watching you. And sometimes the very trial of your faith is what proves how awesome God is and how you've grown. Probably though my next message will be on the 14 trials of faith. I was going to do it this week, but I thought, no, we'll leave that to another week when we're better prepared for that. So I've sowed the seed for you. The trials of faith, because then you grow and you find out how amazing God is in our hearts and our lives. So God is faithful. He's faithful in His love. Psalm 89, 24 says, My faithfulness and my steadfast loving kindness shall be with Him. His love, His loving kindness is always there, whether you feel it or you don't. I love church. I love being in the presence of God. I love singing and worshipping. The last two weeks, Marilyn and I have seen an, a, an interview and two documentaries on the power of community singing. They found for people with Alzheimer's, they found for people that are depressed, lonely, anxious, they found they've done all the tests on the brain waves and all those scans and you know how they have the, the documentary where they, they show the different colours of the brain when it lights up when there's activity. They have found consistently now the best thing you can do is see all group singing. And then one of them said, and if it's attached to the faith in your soul, it will even have greater influence. I said, that sounds like church to me, and that sounds like the Bible told us 2,000 years ago. They are now, the doctors and psychologists and psychiatrists are now discovering what we've God told us to do is one of the best things for your emotional, mental, and social health is singing together and worshipping God. How awesome is that? They're now proving it by their studies. They've seen how other parts of your brain come alive and get activated, all the, the good Feel good hormones and endorphins start to run through your body as strong as anything when you're singing together and when you're worshipping God. How amazing is that? So, and then the benefit is you experience His presence and power and He pours back on you. So it's an unlimited journey of grace. That's why He said, be faithful and He's faithful to us. Jeremiah 31.3 says, The Lord appeared to me, Israel, from ages past, saying, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn you and continued my faithfulness to you. Wow, wow. Faithfulness. He's faithful in protecting us. Psalm 91 verse 4. He will cover you and completely protect you with his pinions. And under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and a wall. Wow, wow, wow. So he's faithful in love. He's faithful in uh, protecting us. He's faithful to help us when we face temptation. He's also faithful in forgiving us. That's really, really good news. Because all of us need His forgiveness in the journey of this life. 1 John 1.5 says, This is the message we have heard from Him and declare to you, God is light, in Him there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with Him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus' Son purifies us from all sin. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess and will forgive us our sins and purify us from 
all unrighteousness. It's not, well, he says, okay, that's a big sin. No, we'll have to wait for a while on that one. No, that's a little one. No, there's some more urgent requests over here. Thank God he's faithful to all of us when we confess our sins. He is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. Thank God that he's faithful. God never has a bad day. Just like a parent, you know, you're having a really bad day and the kid says, oh, I've stolen something. And you're trying to say, will I forgive him or not? Thank God he doesn't have a bad day. He's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I love, his, I love the presence of God because there's a, a safe place for you to grow and mature and learn. And just going back to that concept of singing, I just think it's an amazing thing to be in the presence of God, to be worshipping God in your youth group or in your life group or you know, pull out the guitar at home or put some worship music on as you're driving down the street and you're singing away with all of your heart. And the policeman goes past and thinks, are they speaking on their mobile phone? No, you're just worshipping Jesus. So it's okay. This is my fifth service this weekend already in church because I just love being in his presence. I preached at Bribey Island on Friday night. Then I drove to Bundaberg yesterday and preached up there at the men's going. And then a three session up there and here. And I just think, I just love the presence of God. I'm not a martyr. I just love being wherever God is. And, and I just think there's something powerful in our lives when we just make room for His faithfulness to overflow our hearts and our lives. God's Word is faithful. Thank you, Jesus. Psalm 145, 13. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and your dominion, dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is trustworthy in all He promises and faithful in all that He does. Wow, what an example. You say, well, I can't be like that. That's perfection. But God grows us in faithfulness. What about being faithful in our relationships? Way too many families, way too many marriages don't make it because some of us don't know how faithful like God wants us to. Proverbs 28, 20 says, A faithful man shall abound with blessings, but he who makes haste to be rich at any cost shall go unpunished God wants us to help us will not go unpunished some of you are listening weren't you I thought that doesn't make sense my mouth's ahead of my brain does that ever happen to you when you're speaking so you're talking to the kids and you're giving them directions and your, your mouth's ahead of your brain that's some really crazy things come out sometimes <clears throat> a faithful man shall abound with blessings that's powerful isn't it there's blessings that come just by being consistent I heard one guy say one of the greatest um, things of spiritual warfare is just keep showing up and outlast the devils. When you're under attack, just stand and keep on standing. And when you keep on standing, stand again. So I think sometimes God says, hey, just keep showing up. Just keep praying, keep loving, keep sowing, keep, keep caring, keep forgiving. Because there's something happens where you grow into freedom and mat maturity. Proverbs 26 says, many claim to have unfailing love, but a faithful person who can find... Be faithful with our possessions. We reminded that again at uh, offering time. Luke 16, 10 says, He who is faithful in a very little thing is also faithful in much. He who is dishonest in a very little thing is also dishonest in much. Therefore, if you have not been faithful in the use of earthly wealth, who will entrust the true riches to you? And if you've not been faithful in the use of that earthly wealth, which belongs to another, whether God or man, and of which you are a trustee, who will give you that which is your own? Wow, this is about stewardship. If we use the opportunities God's given us, He'll give you more. If we use the 
resources, the gifts, the talents, if we use them well to bless people, to share and help our community and to honour God, he will trust you with more. Some people cry out for God to use them and often he says, well, just start using faithfully what I've given you and see what he will do. Marilyn and I didn't step out and believe to be pastors of a, a growing church. We just served wherever we were and God says, hey, I can trust them. I'll give them some more. I'll give them some more. That's how our journey's been for the last decades because we've just learned to just keep showing up, keep loving, keep giving. Even when you feel like it, when you don't, you just keep on sowing and God will give you grace to not give in. Be faithful with your gifts. One of us received grace gifts, so use them to serve one another as faithful stewards of the many-coloured tapestry of God's grace. That's a beautiful picture, isn't it? So the church is like a many-coloured tapestry of His grace because we've all got different personalities, our talents, gifts, experiences, Wounds and scars, stories, and God weaves it all together to his incredible safe place of beauty that lifts up his name and his presence will overflow our heart. Let's be faithful to God's call and purpose on our lives. A couple more scriptures, we'll wrap it up today. 1 Corinthians 1.7 says, So now you aren't lacking any spiritual gift as you eagerly await the unveiling of the Lord Jesus, the Anointed One. He will keep you steady and strong to the very end, making your character mature so that you'll be found innocent on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is forever faithful and can be trusted to do this in you, for he has invited you to co-share the life of his son Jesus, the anointed one, our King. So whatever God's called you to be and do, let's just be faithful with it. Doesn't mean there's not changes and seasons and sometimes he'll adjust your ministry or your focus or your work role and that's, that's not the key. It's being faithful where he's planted you and flourishing in all that he's given you and you will see God's overflow in our hearts because he's promised I will complete it. Philippians 1.6 says, um, be confident of this that he has begun a good work and you will continue it or complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. So, whether you're wrestling or struggling or flourishing, God says, I will keep doing it and I will finish that work in your soul. So don't give up when the towing gets tough. That's when the tough get going. That's when God draws it. Faith will help you to see the possibilities even in the midst of challenge or darkness. We need a lot of whole faithful people for our nation right now. We need a whole lot of faithful people for our community because there's so much challenge and, and need and brokenness. We need faithful people that are faithful to see God's blessing overflow. Let's pray it. Let's speak it. Let's live it. Let's be examples. Let's see His kingdom come by faithfulness to His call over our lives. God's called us as a church to be a light, to be a safe place for people to encounter His love and grace. 1 Thessalonians 5.24 says, Faithful and absolutely trustworthy is He who is calling you to Himself for your salvation, and He will do it. He will fulfill His call by making you holy, guarding you, watching over you, and protecting you as His own. Faithfulness has great reward. And I've done quite a few funerals in last weeks and I just see God's grace come and I've seen some incredibly faithful people honouring God. I've seen lives torn and broken but God comes and brings hope. Faithfulness brings great reward. Matthew 25, 21 says, His master replied, Well done, good end. It wasn't famous servant or wealthy servant. 
or gifted servant. Well done, good and faithful servant. I long for Jesus to say those words over my life and over all of your lives and over the not yet Christians who are going to come into this church and God will say, well done, good and faithful servant. Which of many things, come and share your master's happiness. Wow, wow, wow. I want to stir up your faithfulness. If you've been faithful, let's keep going. If you've wavered or struggled, think, oh, this is just too hard, or I'm not sure where I fit. The Holy Spirit's very good at helping us know where we fit. Maybe you felt drained and overwhelmed by caring for someone with disabilities or an aged parent or a workplace that's difficult and you don't feel appreciated or loved and you're afraid that you're not making a difference. Ask the Lord to open your eyes to see with His perspective on what's really happening through your faithful turning up every day. Your faithful getting out of bed with a purpose to care for your family. To show up at that classroom or that doctor's clinic or that hospital. To show up at that workplace. To show up at that person's home so that you can faithfully bring hope and love and care. That you'll faithfully prepare so you can teach and speak and preach and minister. That you'll be faithful to stay on rosters even when you're not sure whether you um, appreciate people really understand. Or when criticism comes against you and you think, I'm not going to, that's it, I'm out of here because every time I do something that gets criticised. Hey, we live in a broken world. We live in a place where we're still working out how to do this faithfulness. But I've learned, don't give up, don't run, just stand and see the blessing of God. One more verse as we just contemplate His blessing. Hebrews 10.23 says, Let us seize and hold tightly the confession of our hope without wavering, for He who promised is reliable and trustworthy and faithful to His Word. Just leave that Scripture up there for a moment as the team comes. Let us seize and hold tightly the confession of our hope without wavering. For He who promised is reliable and trustworthy and faithful to His Word. Wow, wow, wow. I want to take a moment to thank God for His faithfulness over our lives. That He's been faithful to forgive us when we've tripped up. That He's been faithful to bring us back on track when we've wandered. This buyer encourages when we've had a down day or week saying, oh, this is too hard. Today, He's here faithfully calling you to follow Him. Maybe you've never, ever made a response to Jesus. Maybe you know about God. Someone's told you about Him. But today, you realize, hey, I need to start this journey because God's been faithful to me. Therefore, I need to come and start to receive His incredible grace and gifts over my life. Let's close our eyes for a moment. The Holy Spirit's just here touching our hearts and and we just thank him for his incredible goodness just take a moment to thank him for one of those thank you for joining us Bayside Christian Church community aims to transform our city and beyond with the life and power of Jesus Christ if you want to know more or just keep in touch check us out at www.baysidechristianchurch.com.au or on our social media pages at Bayside Christian Church